On this episode of DC On Screen, Jason and I, we have seen the Aquaman. We'll do spoiler free for the first few minutes, and we'll give you a good warning before we jump into uh, what all happened in this film right after this. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. Well, this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC on Screen episode 520. Sure. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This my co-host, Jason Goss. Hi. We've seen Aquaman. Yes. All right, so let's get into some spoiler-free stuff. Um, it's pretty damn good, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Two gills up. Two gills up. Out of how many gills? Is it just... No, we were saying we said we're not, we're not going to rank them anymore. No, we're, we're not, we're gonna not, rank. We're not, we're not trying to give rank. it like a number value here. Just... Uh... Those, those upset people. It's one happy fish. <laughs> That's all. I thought it was really good. I, um, As I've stated on this show before, the less chase the magical MacGuffin around the entire movie kind of a film is not my thing. And I, It I, wasn't I here. It. I get it. It's not a particularly rewarding trope. It's not. But this was a fun movie. I, I do feel like also this, um, even if that's not the kind of thing that you enjoy... It did still do that, but even when they found the MacGuffin, th- there was some reward there. Mm-hmm. Like the the climax is, uh, I, I'm gonna go with fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty phenomenal to watch. Most most of the things in this movie are are gorgeous. Yeah. I I will say this, um, and it, it, what's up? This cracked me up. Like given how long we've been reviewing these movies, mm-hmm. and uh, the the change in how they were filmed. Uh, Going from like Man of Steel to now, uh-huh. this movie was so bright, so vibrant that I could <laughs> see where they had cleaned the actual screen we were watching it being like projected. <laughs> like, yeah, I could see that they should have used a slightly more alcohol in their solution when they were scrubbing this thing. Right, I noticed that too. Maybe I think we just go to a bad theater. <laughs> it's getting that way. I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Magnus is good. Yeah. 
which you know matt and i went to see creed 2 in uh in, at the amc and it had recliners and they bring food to you and stuff and yeah you've been a bit spoilt yeah yeah I, like they might have, I like they might the have regal, turned you a bit i like the regal and then we went me and matt went to that amc and i came back to the regal for aquaman and i was like it's like watching movie it's like watching a movie in prison <laughs> And yet we still pass almost every day the, the like, $5 ahead theater where we first watch mm-hmm. Avengers now. Uh-huh. I'll never go back there because of what we dealt with when we saw the Avengers. Y'all. Okay. It, it was rough. Been waiting for this for years. We go to see the Avengers. All they damn heads are cut off. Yeah. And you like can the hear in the air conditioner the entire time. Mm-hmm. They had no air conditioning. They had these giant fans, these giant industrial-sized box fans. At either entrance, just going. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was a hard time. It was a it was a bad day. It was a bad anyway. day. It was bad enough that like we went to go see it again two days later <laughs> to catch all the dialogue we didn't catch before. That's true. And I finally understood the reference. But this uh, uh, this theater has not. It hasn't gotten that bad. It's it's not that bad at all. It's just that no. it, the the film looks so damn good that like I get why so you're gonna watch it in IMAX. I I, mm-hmm. I get it. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they clean that screen better. <laughs> yeah, I do want to go see the IMAX because apparently James Wan says 90% of this thing was shot in IMAX. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I've, yes, It was please. so gorgeous here. I'm like, I really, I just need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I've seen some reviews. I'm sure you have too, mm-hmm. dear listener, complaining about an octopus playing drums. We don't have any actual confirmation that it was a live octopus. <laughs> It could have been a mechanical. They're very technologically advanced. There's nothing that tells me they couldn't just put a mechanical octopus to play those drums. It could have been. It could have been. There's also a uh, there's a, a food that people serve where you uh, you basically pour salt on an octopus after it's already dead, and it will activate uh-huh. its neurons in a way that it, it appears mm-hmm. to be moving. And it, well, I say appears. Mm-hmm. It, it is definitely as it's moving. It's creepy as hell. Yeah, so they could have, like, you know, put, like, some sort of, like, took a, taken a dead octopus, preserved it. Yeah. And put some sort of chip or something in their head. Sure. To make them play drums perfectly. Also, a drum-playing octopus, I don't give a damn. Yeah. I'm fine. This is not a deal-breaker for me. <laughs> I, um, I've seen a few reviews saying... It is far from the craziest thing we've seen in our genre of, of things we cover and talk about, you know? No, no. People are riding sea dragons and fighting, yes. you know... Ichthyosaurs and shit. Like it, it, it's. <laughs> this is not the craziest thing that happens. Yeah, if you if you've seen any of the trailers, an octopus playing a few drums really shouldn't you know be a red flag for you in any capacity. I, if if that's the point where you walked out of the theater, I I don't know how to have. I'm open to it, but I don't know how to have that conversation. I really don't know right. what we're going to talk about. Um, I saw a couple of reviews talking about how there was no chemistry between the leads bullshit there was plenty god they they were <laughs> every person there deserved to be there yeah uh you know one negative thing i will i will agree with uh someone said that uh willem dafoe was wasted and he was a bit <laughs> okay anytime the film is not centered around willem dafoe you've wasted uh-huh. it <laughs> like, if he's exactly a supporting character <laughs> at all in any capacity uh-huh. you didn't use him correctly that's just yes, that that's he's, he's yeah. that good that's why 
That's so absolutely the case. I get why that's a critique, but I I uh-huh. felt very rewarded by every time I saw him. I, like his character's progression was fantastic. I, the things he uh, got, got to see in in his character seen... were fantastic. Absolutely, I've seen a few people say you know things like Yahya Abdul Mateen wasn't used enough. Well, you know what? He wasn't supposed to be. He was a secondary fiddle man. He he was he's coming. Like they're setting him up. Like we all know this. We all read the press. It's not even spoiler. Field. He's being set up. They've been no. setting it up so that he could be around. By the way, great job. Really he did enjoyed a phenomenal what he job. Did. did a phenomenal job. Yeah. And his dad. Um. Yeah. I agree. There is talk of wonky CGI. I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I disagree with that either. This is an incredibly hard thing for them to do. Like, no one's ever done anything like this. And quite honestly, some of this underwater stuff, like, it didn't look, I mean, it was gorgeous. It didn't necessarily look what I would consider to be, like, real. But to be fair, when I have seen pictures of shit that is under underwater, it don't look real to me. Yeah, it's like rough. some of those fish with lights and stuff on their heads, and suppose even giant jellyfish. Squid. Um, no, if you got like, a film really... that was that was practical underwater, it would have looked severely underwhelming. Oh yeah, and there's a great bit in the movie. This is not a spoiler where he's talking about how he can see underwater, how his eyes change, and how everything lights up, and they actually do the transition to like realistic looking underwater, and then from his his viewpoint. So we're actually just seeing from. Like an Aquaman vision. Yeah, we're seeing Atlantean in vision. an Atlantean vision what it looks like under there. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. Like, the, the fact is, if to some extent we all miss practical effects, but honest to God, after Jurassic Park, it that was the climax to me. Mm-hmm. That, that was like, we've done everything we could possibly do. Computers are going to take over now. I mean, we had Twister around that area. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be CGI. But this looked phenomenal yeah. for CGI. It was yeah, fascinating and gorgeous to watch. Like this crew shouldn't be faulted for anything that happened. That anything I saw today, it looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, if like if there were even there were segments of it where the the CGI people riding on sharks, people riding on the the sea dragons, it actually looked like. Did you ever see uh, the Life Aquatic? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that because they were doing CGI, but they were obviously very like very. They were doing sort of this like ripple effect that almost looked kind of stop motion-y <laughs> because, you know, obviously they're underwater. Yeah. And it just reminded me of that a little bit. But I thought it was gorgeous. I thought it was really cool. I, it it did the job of transporting me to another world. Absolutely. And <clears throat> I was invested in that world. Noah wasn't a, a huge fan of the MacGuffin plot, but Amber Heard, Jason Momoa, they killed it. Yeah. Their chemistry was really good. They'll carry really it through if, you, if you're not into let's go find a thing i mean that yeah i do i don't know where the no chemistry thing is coming from that's i don't even know what to do with that they, they will carry you through what you're, you're going for here i don't either and I, don't, I bring it up because i want to assure people like and look there are those out there who will who will say well you guys liked justice league yes but we also said it had X, Y, and Z problems. Like we pointed out in our review, yes, these are problems. And we had also gone in thinking it was going to be way worse because by that point, the handwriting was on the wall. Like things done got tampered with y'all. And there had been a lot of, (laughs) a lot of hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. And you know, sue us. We actually wanted to enjoy the movie and we enjoyed what we got, even though yes, hell we want the Snyder cut. By the way, 
Did you see this where Momoa said that he, that someone had outright asked him if he wanted to see the Snyder Cut? And he was like, F yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's animated about um, it. He's, uh, well, it's Jason Momoa. He's animated about everything. Yeah, he, of course he wants to see it. And I'm excited. I'll, I'll probably, I might even bring this up on the news when we do it next, but uh, whenever that is. And he's not the only one. There's, but, um, there's a lot of the cast that express the same thing. We're just, we're not there. He said, um, oh, Momoa, they asked him if, they asked him about Cavill again. And he said, oh, no, I just talked to him last night. He's not giving up Superman. He's still Superman. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cavill, yeah. He, he's going to die on that hill. I really believe that. So, it's like Momoa's just spilling all the tea. Like,. <laughs> Does he's care. like nah, girl? He's still Superman. Yeah. He's still Superman. I just I just talked to him last night. Despite I enjoyed the this movie. Definite news from four months ago. But anyway, we'll we'll do right. that later. Absolutely, we'll get back into our we hate clickbait yeah. <laughs> rants later. Yeah, I'd- Patrick Wilson. I dig that dude. Happy to see him here as, as Orm. Thought he did a fantastic job. Yeah. That that guy uh, has done nothing but elevate DC properties in, in the time that he's been in. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Here's yeah. the crazy part: like you you see a character like Night Owl, and you think oh, that that feels kind of cliche and weird. And then he 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 killed it, man. He, he did a great job in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And you feel like same time you see a character like Ocean Master, and you think, how is someone going to make something like Ocean Master make sense for me? Yeah, you know, we'll say I enjoyed his his, I enjoyed his his take on Ocean Master made me care more about that character than I ever have. Honestly, short of Young Justice, Um, that that was something. But sure, this was better. Yeah, it was better. I I, I, I mean, well, up until this point, the most I've cared about him is in Brave and the Bold when Arthur was reading him. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, that was a good one. Settle in, brother. (laughs) (laughs) There may be a nod to that now to think about it. Yeah, there might be. See, I'm trying to get through whatever I can without spoiling anything. I might just have to, we might have to get to the spoiler section. I think you, you know, it's not, we, we saw the um, the Amazon Prime advance showing. Yeah. Guys, you have got to, you've absolutely got to go out and see this thing. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to see this thing when it comes out on Thursday, on the 20th. Yeah. Because Friday night, midnight is now Thursday at 7 o'clock. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. For you know, for showing, just yeah, do yourselves yeah, like a favor. Black Friday happens the like two days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I man, I do yourselves I, a I favor. Look to going to see it again. The holidays are going to be stressful. They always are. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Do this for yourself. Go out and watch this movie. Yeah, do it. Take the kids. Take back a couple of those uh, of those stocking stuffers and take them to Aquaman instead. All right. All right. You ready to get into into spoiler territory or? Yeah, knock it out. All right, so beware, everyone. There are spoilers starting now. Spoilers, ho! My one, I think my one big dig is that they, I feel like they didn't get as deep into the the ecological portion that they started hinting at initially with Orm throwing all of our trash back at us, essentially. Yeah. Um, They did leave it open, though. Hugely. They did leave that open. They did leave that open hugely. Or Arm literally asks see... him, "What's your plan to deal with this?" As king, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what he said. What did he say? But uh, I'm paraphrasing. But what's your plan <laughs> when you're no, king? I mean, what's what was your plan? his answer, though? No, I mean Arthur doesn't. Uh, it, this is doing he like he's in chains and he's just kind of uh, doing, yeah. you know, badass Arthur. But 
they do leave it open in the sense that like that this is something that's on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the the people on land have been throwing literal radioactive waste in the in the ocean for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you going to address that, buddy? Yeah. So it's a fair yeah, question. I guess they could really they could really come back with that in a sequel. They could. At, at the very how least. fun would it be to see Momoa's Aquaman go into like the UN? Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I, and go bigger with it. How much fun would it be to see him address the UN with Wonder Woman? Like oh. two different worlds come to the UN and be like, "All right, we got to talk." That'd be phenomenal. And Cavill shows up and decides to go and grab everyone's nuclear weapons, and we're back to quest for peace. Damn it! I know, I know, but we could do it better, stronger. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, um, okay, so one of the funny things to me in the movie is like I thought I had a, a problem mm-hmm. because the de aging that they used on on Nicole Kidman and um, I, can't, I can't remember this guy's name for some reason. Uh, the guy that played Thomas Curry, uh, Arthur's father, Daddy Arthur, sure, Daddy Arthur. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, well, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. There's a little bit of Uncanny Valley there, but it's among some of the best that I've seen. I thought it looked pretty, but then pretty close to flawless. Like, yeah, but there were just a few bits where I was like, God, that just doesn't, that don't, they don't look like real people. But then when they were both older, I felt the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Oh, that wasn't uncanny Valley. They just, they don't move like people. <laughs> I Similarly though, I had a, uh, I had a reaction like watching Nicole Kidman as her young self and her older self. Mm-hmm. When it showed her as her older self, I kind of thought, I, no, she still just looks like she's 23. Okay. She she yeah. just can't age. She's one of those people. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's, she she does. But like if you go back to Batman Forever and... Um, oh, I'm sure. And actually that, that was kind of a fun thing. Like my sister-in-law was like, is that Nicole Kidman in a comic book movie? That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, oh, you're surprised by that? Let me show you something. Yeah. Center that clip of of Nicole Kidman meeting Batman and Batman Forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not every doctor makes a superhero's night table. Right. Oh. Oh. No. No. What? Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like I th- I think that probably like she just had a little more baby fat on her. Like you could tell she was like thirty. Or twenty five, back then, she just just a little bit of maybe just a little bit of youth chub, yeah. That we all have at that age. Like, the fact is, she uh, she's holding together so well. That, like the young version of her and the old version of her look the mm-hmm. damn same. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think so. But then I re- I still remember her from the eighties, man. I remember from like uh, my life with Michael Keaton when she was like a damn near infant, running around with her curly hair. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> but I'm going to go with good for you, question mark. <laughs> I'm not sure it's good or bad for me. I just remember exactly. that. Yeah, and that's neither here nor there, man. I don't know why we're even talking about that. Overall, I think they did a great job with the de-aging. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I, th- I thought they did a fantastic job with like how people looked underwater. Yeah. And that was something that was a concern in the first trailer. Uh huh. I mean, I was excited by the first trailer, but just looking at it, yeah, like especially in the moment when like Orm takes his helmet off, just mm-hmm. looking at Patrick Wilson underwater, yeah, it it did look a little unfinished. It did, and 
it looked fantastic might... in this movie, do you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there are spots where it looks a little weird, but I think it's just because it looks a little weird. Like, they have a ripple effect on it because they're underwater. And it should um, look slightly off. I, I think that's kind of important here. Like, it shouldn't look like a yeah. bunch of normal people underwater. And they made a point in the movie to, like, especially when Mira flexes her powers and creates a little mm-hmm. air pockets of, of, you know, our environment. Um, mm-hmm. They look like themselves, just drenched in water. Like, it looks like somebody brought in buckets of water and, you know, threw it on Patrick Wilson when he's inside or Momo when he's inside. But it does look different, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Um, I did notice what James Wan was talking about in interviews, though. It does they Their voices do sound uh, just a little distorted underwater. There's a bit of a, a like, reverb, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... Lundgren is, is Narius. He did a great job. I realize that all of these things are things you, I could have said in the spoiler-free review. Honestly, there aren't all, <laughs> like a, there's not like a whole lot of meat for spoilers. Like we know what this film is. Like he's looking for a MacGuffin. We know he's going to get the MacGuffin. He's supposed to be in the King of Atlantis. He becomes the King of Atlantis. <laughs> there, well, there is actually one big spoiler. Um, we, like we know he's going to be the King of Atlantis, and he's going to get the trident and the costume and everything else. We don't know he's going to get like the pet. Kraken. Dude, what the hell was that about? I don't know. Like, but <laughs> that was, that damn. was like, I don't know if you heard me. Like, at a certain point in the movie, like, I had to get up and run and go pee. Yeah. I came yeah. back, and, you know, it was mostly during a segment that I'd already seen in the trailer, so whatever. I missed a little bit. Jason filled me in, but I'm sorry. I failed you guys. You had I to had pee to come back. During a two yeah. and a half hour film about water. Shame on yeah, you. I know. Bastard me. Right. Um, I come back and I'm just like, you know what? I had to climb over like several people to get out and I'm, I'm just gonna right. sit down here yeah. for the rest of this film. And, um, I'm not sure you could hear me, but when that freaking Kraken comes out of the ocean and I was like, I saw that they had a Kraken Kaiju. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a boyish, uh, chipper chortle of delight. Mm-hmm. I have a noise I make sometimes that sounds like this. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever I did was really loud, and I felt really self-conscious about it after I did it. <laughs> I don't think anyone in that theater actually minded at all. Like When this film finished, it, when it's literally like Aquaman in his full costume rising above the water and full framing, and they, they do a, a, like a free shot, man, we... <laughs> Everyone in theater clapped. Yeah, we had a good crowd too. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Everyone was laughing at the appropriate times. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a woman next to me who kept laughing at all the inappropriate times. But <laughs> can't account for everything. you know these people who are just like <laughs> just everything. It's like like he you know there was a gun. A person picked up a gun. That's all that happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes, but yeah, it, like we had yeah. we had a good crowd. What were you about to say? It was no uh, like sometimes you you just don't. You can't always understand what the hell people are thinking when they watch a movie, but this this one made sense. I, like a lot of the people around me were super happy, uh, especially when he when he goes into the trench or they go into the trench. Mm-hmm. I heard somebody next to me. <clears throat> I think at this point you had already kind of separated. Uh, I think you had actually gone to pee. Yeah, I remember seeing the trench. I was I was down there watching it. But up in my world, someone actually said, "Oh, I know they're about to die, but that's beautiful." 
<laughs> I loved that. Al- Alabama poetry, y'all. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I I didn't have any big problems, man. I just I just didn't. I no, thought it was, it was fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. Like uh, with you weren't cheated if you've watched like the long trailers for this film. You've seen that uh, James Wan is apparently a big fan of what will look like a one shot, but you know it's not. But it still feels mm-hmm. like a long action scene. That's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch. Yep. Honestly, it's... like the action scene in this movie, like even in the first what four minutes or so, when uh, Atlanta defends herself from the mm-hmm. freaking man, like from that point on, you're thinking, "Oh Lord, mm-hmm. this is this is going to be a fun movie to observe." You know? Yeah. Oh man, you know at the end where um, I'm trying to be a little quiet because my wife hasn't seen the movie; she wants to, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, where he's where we're we're doing like the, the bookend because the the movie starts off, you know, with him doing like the, the monologue about how they're yeah his parents yeah, it's the love should have never been yeah. At the bookend, at the end, when he's talking about uh, how their love saved the world, and like she shows up, like his dad's been walking down this pier every day, sunrise, to, just hoping she comes back to him somehow, even though he believes she's dead. Oh yeah, and she shows up like. Dude, I cried. Oh yeah, like it got me. Yeah, yeah, it did it a few times. I mean, I do love the tone of this movie. Where like one of my favorite parts is when he's talking to this sea creature that is, you know, the dominating sea creature that no one's ever been able to defeat, and he mm-hmm. basically humbles himself and says, "Like I'm nobody. I'm just here to defend my people. And if that's not enough for you, fuck yourself." Right. Yes, which I believe that sea creature was voiced by, um, oh gosh, Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. I like it. The real Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, I do like it. As the, who, I think it was Peter Safran said that. Like, who knew that this Christmas we'd have the real the real Mary Poppins? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> I, I, no real shade. I remember watching no that real scene, shade. though. I remember it from an hour ago. Watching that scene and thinking, damn it, man. Like, you, you brought me to a tear, and then you have his character uh, pretty much be a smartass. Mm-hmm. I like that, though. I do. Yeah. Like, he was uh, he was super humble, and then, if you don't like that, fuck yourself, or screw yourself, or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, like, look, Nicole Kidman made me cry twice in this movie. Naturally. Once, once near the beginning, once at the end, she sold the hell out of that what, what she was doing there. Sure, you know, on the surface, if you really look at it and you look at her as a serious actress, it's damn silly for her to be in that outfit, standing on a pier, saying those words. <laughs> but she played it to the hilt. She made me believe. You know what I like about that? It would be even more silly to like see her in an, in that outfit, exactly that one, mm-hmm. with like some crab arm on her hand. <laughs> but she just tossed that aside and addressed the camera. Yeah, which is what we what we got. It's like one of those trench claws. Yep. Um. Weirdly enough, I kind of wanted more of the backstory of the of the um the different kingdoms. I wanted to see how they evolved more. Did feel like they set you up for that? They might have set me up, or they might have just glossed over it because they're like, I don't know. Yeah, they might not. <laughs> Who knows? But. This was an entertaining ride. I won't say it's like it's not Citizen Kane. It's you know. No, it's it's not going to be pretty good movie. You know, top one hundred cinematic efforts ever. But 
It's a damn good movie. Well, I just feel like there was a lot to kind of pack in there, or as some might say, a lot to unpack with, you know, who Arthur is, who Atlanta is, or Atlanta is, you know, Mira, uh, I can't even remember his name now. I've already, Nereus, uh, <laughs> you know, all the, the Fisherman King, like all these different people, just like there was so much there. Yeah. Orm and his issues. And I'll, I'll be damned, dude. I kind of teared up with Orm and, 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 and Arthur when they're about to oh, yeah. face off. And yeah. yeah like his version like Arthur's, of like, let me know when uh, you want to talk was uh, profound for me. Oh, yeah. At the end, like, when, but we're, but right before they fight that first time, and Arthur was like, I always wanted to, you know, watch out for my little brother, et cetera, et cetera, you know? Yeah. And then to have Orm come back and be like, "You were the reason my mother died." I've always, I've always hated you for that. Yep. Like, oh my god, oh, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. They did a good job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Sorry, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> we'll have to deal with the fact that we liked it. You'll be okay. <laughs> We've walked down this path before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you do you have anything else, man? I'm not sure I have much more. Like I, th- I thought everything was great. Like even, even above the fact that, you know, I, I, the MacGuffin thing is not my deal. You know, everyone said this was like Star Wars under the ocean, but like to me, when they're like going through and like you're seeing Atlantis and stuff, it looked, it reminded me more of Blade Runner. I have seen some comp uh, like comparisons to Blade Runner. I, I really? don't get it <laughs> because I don't know that property well enough. But I have seen ah, that gotcha. around. Gotcha. Uh, I will well, say I, I had like not... one problem within the first thirty seconds of the movie. What's that? Like Thomas was was battening the shutters open. Uh huh. I feel like that's not mm-hmm. like the, the shutters are. They're literally supposed to be there to protect the windows. Hmm. You tie them together. That's fair. I didn't even notice. That's all I've got. Other than that, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, I, that's that's it. That's all I got. It's a relatively short review, but you know, like I said, not a lot to unpack on this movie. Yeah, it's just damn good. I like guess solid. It's a fun romp. Pretty straightforward. I but don't. It does a great job. It is. I don't get the feeling that it was tampered with. Even that's if it the was, big thing. I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't feel like the like WB machine reached its hands in and said, "Do it this way." Like. I feel like James Wan made the movie he wanted to make, and we watched it. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the case. And you know, I, I, if we, if it comes out that, uh, if it comes out that we're wrong somehow, and all this stuff, well, it wouldn't be the first time. No, you know, like they kept it under wraps if it happened here. Like aside from like the logo going from dark to light, and people being like, "What does this mean?" Um, I don't know. I don't know. A, a brighter. Brighter movie? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what James Wan was planning. I mean, what I'm imagining happened with that is they came, they had a, they had a logo. They said, okay, this is this looks like you know the previous few movies. They get into production, and they're like, oh, it's not gonna look like that at all. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should change the way this the, this is looking to change the narrative now. Get out ahead of this thing. It's a good theory. I would love for you guys to to leave us comments. Let us know what you thought about it. Uh, what you thought about our thoughts about it and when Aquaman the director's cut comes out we'll, we'll, we'll review that too. 
I'm just kidding, guys. But yeah, this thing hasn't even been uh, formally released yet uh, in the States, which is where we are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's already done like 200 worldwide, though. Yeah, that's doing fine. 200 million. So... <sighs> Again, sorry Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. it It's doing fine. It's making its money. It's kind of killing it. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to say about the reviews. Like, it's... it's <sighs> Kind of sad in certain ways. The movie, though, tell you this, it'll be all right. Yeah, everyone, uh, everyone we saw in the theater seemed to enjoy it really quite a bit. Like I said, clapping. Yeah, everyone clapped. The entire theater clapped when it was open. Yeah. They clapped when he walked out of the waterfall as Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Proper. Yeah. You know how many times something happened? Someone like something happened on screen, and I heard some people, the whole theater, go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, Seemed like quite a bit of oh shits. Literally, <laughs> Dark Knight is the last time I was in that theater and saw that. Anyway, we are DC on screen. You can find every episode of DCOnScreen.com. Am I, I'm not cutting you off, am I, man? No. You got, no, you got everything? Good. I'm out. Yeah. You said everything? Cool. Sorry it wasn't a very long review again. You know, it wasn't a whole lot to unpack. Maybe upon subsequent viewings, there'll be more to talk about. And I'm sure as I you know, sour on the movie as I am wont to do. I will have more things to say about it <laughs> later in future episodes. <laughs> uh, but you're, if you subscribe to us, you're going to be getting more stuff. We're going to be talking about the Elseworlds crossover tomorrow. We're talking about that. Right. And um, good Lord. I mean, like next week we've got the Titans finale. Yeah. It's so good. We'll get to talk about, we'll get to talk about all the Titans. Which is the best DC show that's ever been, live action DC show that's ever been on the air. It just is. I'll stand by that, yeah. It just is. <laughs> anyway, y'all keep safe and beware of giant waves of trash and go see Aquaman and keep some DC on your screen. I love you. Love us back. We need it. I'm going to stop the recording now. This is, uh, this is awkward. You get it? Yep. Four and two got it. Okay. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, it's like Star Trek. The even ones were the good ones. Was. <laughs> I hold that that is not necessarily true. I don't know. Never seen them all. But that that's what I hear. That's why I'm not doing the Star Trek show with you. Fair point. <laughs> Touche. Right. I believe it's pronounced touchy. <laughs> yeah that's why I like talking to you you knew that's where I was going with it our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe Part 3 of 10 as featured in DC 52 Week 4 it was performed by me David C. Robertson intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford Michael's band Future Elevators could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com our introduction was performed by F.E. Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote which lives on SoundCloud it can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher we are proudly in partnership with TV Time TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. 
And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.